Hi, and welcome to another episode of Can't Stop the Growth. I'm your host, Chad Peterman, and today I'm going to talk about a new book that I have read uh, by Simon Sinek called The Infinite Game. Uh, picked up this book this week, actually, and really want to focus in on leaders creating a safe space for their employees to grow. Uh, we oftentimes find companies who are placing profit or revenue or margin goals in front of our people when actually it is the responsibility of the leader to take care of the people that will then produce the results. So uh, I have some audio. This will be uh, part one of a recording we did for our future leaders meetings here at Peterman Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. So hope you enjoy the audio. Thanks a lot. This particular book um, really struck a chord with me. Um, I've started to read it uh, this morning, um, primarily on a uh, on a chapter that I'm going to talk about today. But uh, the premise of the book, and and, and as you'll uh, um, come to see, is he talks about how the majority of businesses um, view the game of business as a finite game. There is a revenue goal to hit. There is being the best, being number one, um, being the winner. And what he really spells out is that business is not a finite game. There is no winners. There is no number one because where are the rules? Is there a scoreboard? You know, is there is there something that you get an award for being the number one at some point in time? No. You know, he brings up the examples of uh, as some of you were just talking about uh, business uh, in that uh, very similar to um, maybe parenting or a marriage. There's no finite game in that. There's no end game. It's ongoing. It's it's ever progressing. You're always working on it. Um, you're just trying to make it better each day. And for me, and, and as he points out in the book, leadership is much the same way. Oftentimes, I talk about leadership and management. Management has finite ends. I'm managing a result. I want to get to here. We've got to be at this revenue level by the end of the month, by the end of the year. We've got to have this particular margin. Whereas leadership is an infinite game because true leadership is growing your people. He says in the book, um, which really strikes a chord with me, leaders are not responsible for results. Leaders are responsible for the people that are responsible for the results. You see, as leaders, if we focus solely on the numbers, what is our game plan for getting there? Yes, numbers are important. Yes, margins are important. Profit is important. That's what keeps the business going. That's the fuel that allows the organization to live. However, 
that fuel is produced by the people. It's not produced as by you, the leader. Because in order for a business to grow, you need more people. You as one singular individual can only produce so much. But when you become a leader, you're able to produce abundantly because you grow the people that you're leading who then produce those results. One of the most important things and where I'm going to spend my time most today um, is uh, he points out that there's uh, five different things um, for leaders and what must be created by them uh, in order to create um, a organization that, that, that fosters that growth and, and fosters that leadership. One of the uh, items that he focuses on, and, and I actually uh, read the uh, chapter this morning um, on this, was creating a safe place and creating trusting teams. As I thought about this, um, and I had an interview at the end of the day yesterday, and, and, and I told this, this candidate uh, the same thing, and, and it, I know this is nerdy, but I, I love connecting the dots with things that are happening in life, and like, oh my gosh, that's why I do this, and that's why this happened, and, and so on and so forth. And uh, you know, the, the one thing that I tell everybody that I'm able to sit in on an interview with is, it is my job to make this the best place you've ever worked. Those of you that I've, I've had the pleasure of sitting in on, a, on an interview, you've probably heard me say that. And I truly believe that. And for me, when you talk about the best place, the best place in my mind is a place where everyone feels safe to grow, learn, admit mistakes, uh, admit that they don't know something because we want to create a place where you can do that and then feel confident that someone's going to pick you up, someone's going to you know, lend a hand, uh, someone's going to lend some advice on how, to, uh, on how to overcome that, on how to grow, on how to get better. You know, we had um, <clears throat> one of the, uh, the, the common threads throughout our management team is, is, is the presence of one-on-one of -on -one meetings. And it's been one of those things that I think it could be a bigger focus, um, but focus nonetheless, we, we do try very hard to do it. Um, and, and I think that there's room for improvement, but at the same time, um, we had a couple, it's been a couple of months ago, but had some guys who um, on our team, and in particular the HVAC service department, that uh, were struggling a bit. And so as we got to talking, um, you know, hey, let's bring them in and let's just chat with them. Uh, so the service manager and, and myself uh, decided to bring them in, so we sent them out an email, said come on in. Um, Unfortunately, I probably should have uh, 
probably should have relayed the fact that there was no negative consequences about me being in the meeting. Uh, so there's a little anxiety around that one. Uh, but once we, once we uh, uh, squelched the, the anxiety there, um, we had a very productive meeting. And the one thing that I took from, from both of those meetings that was so uh, enlightening for me is that in contrast to a, a usual service meeting where we've got all of our service technicians in a room and service manager asks, does anyone have any questions? The normal answer is crickets. No hands are going up. No one wants to admit, hey, I don't really know anything. I'm, I'm not really sure. No one, no one wants to be that guy. And so what we learned in these meetings and saw is that at first we got the same result. What can we help you with? What are you struggling with? Oh, everything's good. I'm really doing, doing well and everything's ship shape. What are you really struggling with? What's, what's, what, do you, what, do you what do you have an issues with? What, what, what seems to be the problem? And we just kept digging and kept asking, kept questioning. And eventually, about midway to three quarters of the way through, they broke open. And all of a sudden, all this stuff just comes pouring out. And it wasn't a bad thing. It was, it was awesome because we were learning these things and we're sitting there looking at each other like, oh, my God. Like, he's, he's really not sure about that. Like, we sent him out there and, and shame on us. We did not prepare him to go out there and be successful. You know, we had a, another conversation just uh, just uh, Monday or Tuesday, I can't remember what day, or it was Wednesday, Wednesday morning. And we were talking about that and, and, and we were talking about, uh, there were three of us chatting about the importance of one-on-one -on -one meetings and, and um, how important they are. And uh, we said, uh, uh, someone brought up the point of, you know, training these younger guys and, and getting them, uh, you know, up to speed. And do they really even know the product that we have in our, in our books? And um, it got me thinking, and, and in our conference room, there's a, there's a system uh, that we do a lot of training on uh, with new guys that's, that's over in a closet. And I just thought to myself, I go, if we were sitting in a meeting, and I pose this question, I go, if we were sitting in a meeting with all of our young guys and we said, Here's a product, go put it on that furnace right there. How many of them would know how to go put that thing on? I, th I think we would be shocked with how many may know how to put it on. And the importance of that is that that understanding of what people are struggling with comes when we create a safe place for them to grow and learn. That's the job of a company. That's how a company grows. When we focus solely on the result, solely on the end goal, supposedly, we forget about all the things that are ultimately going to get us there the behaviors that we must undertake as leaders, as people in the 
front, on the front lines, what behaviors do they need? Do they know what those are? How do we uncover what they're struggling with? To me, that comes with creating that atmosphere, creating that environment where people understand that their leader genuinely cares about their growth. If you think about the people that you lead, do you know their biggest fear? Do you know the thing that they struggle most with? Do you know the product that they like the most? Do you know the product that they don't believe in one bit? Knowing those things unlocks the potential for people to grow. Because when you as a leader sit down with somebody and understand what they're struggling with, what could make them better, what's going to propel them to that next level, that end goal that you're responsible for, that margin, that revenue, I can guarantee it'll take care of itself. It will. When you invest the time, when you set the course, the vision of your department, of your company, whatever it may be, you then have to backtrack and start putting in the time individually with each of those people that are gonna help you grow it. No one has ever grown a great company by themselves, but it takes the time and the effort to put in with each individual person. He talks about, uh, in, in one of the interviews that I was listening, I mentioned earlier, you kind of hear them on different, as they're promoting their book and different stuff like that. So I, I again, on Wednesday, uh, another one, podcast that I listened to, not as much as the, as the first one, but um, he also had uh, Simon Sinek on. Um, and I was listening to that on Wednesday on the way into work. And uh, uh, the, uh, the one thing that stuck out from that interview that he said is that, as leaders, we must understand that the people we lead have to know that their effort is worth more than the money they make. And if you think about that for a minute, what would make someone think that their effort is worth more than the money they make. To me, the answer is very simple. The answer is that care and compassion the leader shows to them. It's that environment that the leader creates that allows that person to unlock their potential, to grow, to get better, to learn something new. That's where we start to connect our team to the vision of the company, to the vision of the department, to the goals of the department. If you have one team that collectively feels that their effort is worth more than their paycheck, and you've got another group over here on the other side 
that is bound and determined to hit that revenue goal. They're going to sell everything from here to kingdom come. I guarantee you that team that's connected to that, that bigger vision, that team where the leader has spent the time to understand what it's going to take for player A, B, C, D, E, and F to grow, in the long run, those guys are going to be better. Because it's very easy to lose motivation when all you're chasing is a paycheck. That gets old. I mean, yeah, we all need money to pay our bills and to do fun things and to support our families. But at the end of the day, isn't work more fun if we're growing each day? Don't we become better parents, better husbands, wives, aunts, uncles, if our work is more than just collecting a paycheck? I've always found this interesting, is that life is set up as such that we spend out of seven days in a week we've understood that five of those we're going to go do something called work. Well, if we think about it, and we're just tied to it, we work for five days, and if we're connected just to that paycheck, you work for five days for the paycheck so you can do what? Hang out for two? Seems like a bad deal. But what if you could help your team? What if you could be the leader that helps your people connect to something far more than just their paycheck? What if they spent those five days getting better? Impacting people, helping people, helping out a customer who needs something, showing a customer something. This customer's dealing with dry air. This customer hates the quality of their water. Well, if we're just after the paycheck, we're going to want to sell them the biggest, baddest thing going. But if we're in it for something more, guess what, guess what happens? The money will be there. But it's far easier to compound that effort that effort of connecting to a larger purpose than it is just chasing the dollar. He also says in the book, which is very similar to the one that I said, or the quote that I, I shared earlier about uh, not being responsible for results, but, but rather responsible for the people that are responsible for the results. Um, he mentions, and I believe it was in one of the interviews, and it, it may, I may find it in the book as well, but uh, he says, it's not about being in charge as a leader, but taking care of those in our charge. Think about that. His whole philosophy is take care of the people, and the people will produce the result. 
oftentimes businesses, departments, whatever it is, we put that in goal, that revenue piece in front of the people. And if you really think about it, driving, you as the leader, driving to the revenue without the people is very, very difficult. You can only run so many service calls as one person because that's essentially what you're going to have to do. Because if we forget about the people, they're over here, we're over here as the leader, and we put the profit piece in the middle, and we try to drive through that, you, you, can, you can only do as much as you individually can do. It's when we take those people and put them here and put the profit out here, put the revenue out here, that's when you can grow it. But you've got to get the pieces in the right places. And putting those pieces in the right places all comes down to that environment. What kind of environment are you creating? 